0: Hey guys, it's time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the Awesome Cast. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitters from the Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. Ready to uh, recover completely from the holiday, from the podcast, Pittsburgh, and everything. I hope you enjoyed our our live edition and our awkward camera angles. I don't know if you saw the picture of the uh, camera that was duct taped to Mountain Dew because I forgot a tripod. Uh, But we we made it happen. We made it happen. Also joining me this week, he's my co-host for the week, is AJ Kovtick from, I don't know, somewhere. Somewhere with wired internet as we were discussing uh, uh, off air. I am (laughs) in.
1: Yes, I am. Uh, I, I am currently. Hold on. I'm just going to show everyone this because it's amazing. Uh, I am currently utilizing the complimentary high speed <laughs> internet access. If you have, if you have, if you're on the audio, go ahead and seek this out. It's not very far into the video, obviously, uh, but go ahead and seek this out. It is a white caraba marble base, as as it says here on the sticker. Uh, it's a white caraba marble base. Uh, complimentary high-speed internet access and all this does is it just holds the cable and keeps it from falling behind the desk because it's not very hard to take the cable out of it as you can see so uh, yeah it's I'm utilizing the complimentary high-speed internet access trophy for jokes I am currently in Raleigh North Carolina where I used to live I don't live there anymore I live in Pittsburgh near Sorg but uh, I I, I still travel for work Uh, I'm still well dressed and uh, I'm going to talk about some nerdy things awesome. for you, the listener awesome. and viewer.
0: Uh, real quick, it, it's been a, uh, a little bit s- since you've been on. Remind people what your specialty is outside of uh, this podcast world and 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 hotels.
1: Sure, uh, <laughs> I am a data center engineer. Uh, I do, as I like to tell people, I do cool things in loud rooms. <laughs> uh, I do storage, compute, virtualization, cloud stuff. And uh, and people have recognized me as being apparently good at that and such. So uh, I, I go into loud rooms and I install very expensive equipment that helps run the Internet.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Because I, I, I want to bring that home because, I, I, you know, we kind of stress that at PodCamp. Uh, the people when I decide who comes on here, uh, it, it, it's somebody from our circles that is uh, a geeky and be most of the time uh, does something in these fields, you know. I mean how many people you have on here that work in, in journalism that are dealing yes. with these technical problems. You obviously you're helping to run the internet apparently um, or in social media or web designer or whatever. I help I doing. help
1: try to build out the internet. Yeah. yeah it, I mean I, I I use a lot of I mean I I am a mobile person. Uh, I don't know if Sorg will post the picture of my my studio setup here uh, where I have my laptop sitting on top of an, uh, of a hotel ice bucket. To make the camera angle not so low, I can't,
0: I can't at the um, moment, unfortunately. But it is pretty fantastic. I'll tweet it out here yeah. later. Um, actually, I'll, I'll tweet, okay. I'll tweet just, it out. Just,
1: just no, just mention. Just remember, ice bucket, and then a, a laptop sitting on top of it, and then
0: <laughs> use that the, ice the, bucket visual. Yeah, get it, get um, some use out of it, right? Entire,
1: Go ahead. Right, but the idea here is that when you have, when you're doing a podcast and you're having people on as guests on to talk about things, you want them to be at least knowledgeable of the subjects because then if they're not knowledgeable on the subjects, or at least sort of knowledgeable on the subjects, uh it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't it sounds like you're just having your friends on to talk about stuff, which is fine and fun, because we're the Sorg and I are very good friends, but you want to make sure that there's also content there to t- actually talk about. So there, there's shop talk.
0: There you go. There you <laughs> go. Um and uh, if you are uh, new to the Awesome Cast, we do this here live every Tuesday about six thirty p.m. Eastern Time at live.sogotronmedia.com. That is a tentative time; depends on the other sh- other shows we do. We do do six shows here every Tuesday. Uh, I I technically do seven podcasts now every Tuesday, including my morning one. Uh, So uh, you can join us there. You can also check out awesomecast.net to find out this and other shows and a lot of our picks if we're talking about uh, things you can pick up on Amazon. And by the way, thank you very much. I just got a report. It looks like a couple of you picked things up uh, through our links over at awesomecast.net. We get a little bit of kickback uh, that helps the show out. So if you're looking to get anything off Amazon or anything we particularly talk about on Amazon, uh, go click the links over there and give us a little something... Even if you just shop Amazon, please just go over and click uh, the link on the side, uh, just the gateway through that, and we get a little kickback for, for, for sending them that way it's just a little way that you can support the show uh a little bit monetarily and you don't really have to do anything just do what you normally do on amazon some of us are addicted to it uh especially people that listen and and participate in this show uh so that that's just one little way you could do that uh you can also communicate with us on twitter at AwesomeCast. uh you can find us on facebook and google plus with Awesome Cast or an Awesome Cast on YouTube, you subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, in audio and video formats. And please, 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 if you get a chance this week, leave us a comment on iTunes. Even if you don't listen to us on iTunes, that helps everything else. Uh, one thing I learned at Putt Camp. Uh, So go check that out. So let's get started with our awesome things of the week AJ you got one we haven't talked about this one too much on the show I don't think uh, but I'm, I'm guessing you had a, lo- a chance to kind of look into so, it
1: uh, a little bit more than a chance um, so I don't have it so note note my uh, well let me, I, I would like to do a quick side note uh, the Amazon thing that Sorg is talking about please one go do that two if you were a resident of North Carolina you can't do that
0: oh no Oh, the the affiliate doesn't work. I wanted to do it. I wanted to do
1: it a long time ago. Yeah, you can't do the affiliate program if you live in North Carolina. Uh, You can click through. So if you live in North Carolina, you're listening to this show, you want to buy some things, support this show, great. You can go through the link to buy things. But if I wanted to host an Amazon affiliate thing as a resident of North Carolina, I can't do that. Um, I wanted to do that because I used to recommend books to people. And I wanted to get a little money for my recommendations. And I couldn't do it because I was a resident of North Carolina. Anyways, the um, so my awesome thing of the week is the Microsoft Band. Add uh, it, it added to the list of various wearables that have come out over the last uh, year. Microsoft announced it probably a month ago at this point. Um, they announced it at 10.30 at night. they were like, here it is. And it is a cross-platform wearable, so it works with iOS, works with Android, works with Windows Phone. Um, All of the fun features of it are with Windows Phone. So uh, Cortana, replying to text messages, replying to emails, and all of that stuff, that all works with Windows Phone. But if you want it as a uh, pretty advanced Fitbit and a notification system, and also have the ability to pay for Starbucks with it, because you can do that, um, you can use it with iOS and Android. Now. The fun story behind this is that I was at the mall, and uh, in Pittsburgh, Ross Park Mall has the Microsoft kiosk in, uh, in the middle of the first floor. And I saw it, and I went, oh, look, they have the Microsoft Band! I want to go take a look at this. So I'm at the mall with my wife and my son. He's sleeping, so it's just, you know, hey, Daddy wants to have a little nerd time. So we go over to the stand, and we're taking a look at the Microsoft Band, and my wife puts it on, and she goes, oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, I can pay for Starbucks with this. Yeah. What, can I get my text messages on here? Yeah. Can I reply? Uh, no, no. You have to have Windows Phone to reply. Oh, okay. Can I get my emails on here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Can I reply? No. You got. In order to, it's a one-way street for iOS. It's two-way going back if you have Windows Phone. She goes. Oh, okay. I want this. And I went. Wait. Wait. What? And uh, so she she wanted the Microsoft Band, so uh, I decided to buy it. It was uh, $200, uh, which is a bit much, but from uh, in relative terms to the proposed prices for the Apple Watch, it's like half. Uh, all of the Android Wear watches are in the, t- like, you can get some of them for 200 but they only work with Android. They don't work for, with iOS, which is what she has. Um, so she wanted it. And I asked her why she specifically wanted it. And she said, well, um, I don't want to be on my phone all the time because when I'm on my phone, then Andy, my son wants to get on the phone and play his play games and that sort of stuff. And she's like, but I still want to be able to see that somebody texted me or see my calendar, which you can still do with ILS. And so she bought it and she's really liked it. It tracks uh, sleep because uh, it uh, you wear it when you're sleeping. Uh, so it tracks your sleep and your restful sleep Uh, tracks steps and heart rate it has a heart rate monitor tracks uh uv exposure because there's a uv sensor on the top of it which is kind of weird because that's nothing i've seen on a wearable before um and that then led to uh my wife experimenting with uh, other phone os's so she wanted to see okay well i want to see this with cortana i want to see this with replies So I bought a Nokia Lumia 635, which is the AT&T LTE prepaid Windows phone. So she, as a non-geek, non-nerd person, is trying a new phone OS, Wow, which is amazing.
0: Because of her Fit Band. Yeah,
1: yeah, because of the Microsoft Band. So the Halo device was the Microsoft Band, which worked with iOS, and then she went, well... I want, I want to try. I want to see what the full, what what the full, full capabilities of this thing is. So she bought the Microsoft Band. So, still, so we bought the the Nokia Lumia. Thanks, Best Buy, for that Black Friday deal. I paid forty dollars for that phone. Oh wow! Unlocked, not on contract. Wow. So I don't feel like I've lost anything.
0: Is it is it a nice uh, phone for for her response to Windows? Yeah, I
1: mean, when you consider that, so it's retail, it's a hundred. Okay. I got it for forty.
0: Oh, that's not bad. So,
1: it's a hundred dollar phone. Okay. I'll just say that. So there's no front facing camera. There's no flash on the camera. The camera itself is not very great. The screen is rough compared to a Retina screen on an iPhone. She has an i. She had an iPhone or still has it, but she has an iPhone 5s, and she went to a hundred dollar prepaid phone. So yeah, there is a step wow. down. Wow,
0: so, <laughs> I mean, I'm curious to see how that how that um, goes. Then her her response
1: her response to the Windows uh, the Windows Phone app store is this is pure garbage. <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing, because she said it, not me. Isn't I didn't it? say it. I didn't. You
0: know, I, I've been poking around the, the App Store, because I'm like, I, I I should get some... I have a Windows 8 laptop with a touchscreen. I, sh- I should dive in there a little bit and see, you know, what what I can find. And and it is garbage. It, it, like, there's so many fake apps in it is, there. It is. It, it's, it's all the same problems I have with the Google Play Store. But worse...
1: But worse. <laughs> so the problem with the Windows Phone App Store is that because, I, like, I don't know what the curation level is. So I'm thinking about the what I call the I call it the curation level. I, I just made this up just now. But the entire thought process behind that is you have um, Apple's curation level where you have to submit an app to Apple and Apple has to review it. And unless it gets reviewed and processed, it doesn't go into the app store. And I think, and that could be entirely wrong on this. Google people, Android developer people tell me I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that you have, it's less stringent to get into the play store and far less stringent to get into the Amazon store. So, there's still a sort of kind of review process but not much of one and i'm pretty sure windows phone is in that same realm where they just want to get apps into the store um the problem is some of the major third-party services are not there for windows phone like uh in her words uh, pinterest this was heard as she was like oh wait you don't have pinterest what do you mean you don't have pinterest I thought everybody had Pinterest. No, only iOS and Android have Pinterest. Um, and but if you go into the Windows Phone and the Windows Phone App Store and you search for the word Pinterest, twenty-five results come up, and they're using Pinterest logo and they'll say the word Pinterest as the name of the app. Wow. This is one terrible, two a wild mess of copyright infringement. But no one bites on it. But no one's cleaning it up. And really and, and, and if
0: you look at the the mark, you know, I I, I just just for the heck of it, I, I I typed in Pinterest to the App Store on Windows 8, for instance, and I got Pinspiration, Lucky Pin, Pinspiration Pro, client for Pinterest, okay, um, and and some other stuff from there. Yeah, nobody's gonna clean something like this up. And, and when you have a problem like that. And What was I looking up? I think I was looking up a WWE Network app see if, just to see if they had one, um, just for something cleaner, because I actually have an issue where if I go to WWE Network, it tells me to install the app. I don't know. It thinks I'm on a Windows phone, I guess. Um, and there's so many BS... <coughs> wwe things in the store let me see if i can pull it up here i unfortunately i don't have this one set up for for display right now but there's wwe there there is a wwe app it doesn't really do much i think this is a legit one too and i think it just like spouts the news uh so and that's it um but if you go in there's plenty of other BS ones, WWE Viz, WWE's News Updates, WWE Divas, that's not by them, Uh, WWE News Updates, this goes on and on, WWE John Cena, oh man, Um, let's see, here's one, a Dwayne Johnson fan app, what the hell, Uh, (laughs) but yeah, it gets ugly, and
1: um, somebody's a big fan of Dwayne Johnson,
0: and, 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 and and couldn't you say, like, probably, and that's the problem, the, the biggest app store right now is probably the windows App Store because it's windows mm,
1: I, I don't think from I, I mean uh, from a potential user base yeah yeah it's the windows app Store
0: yeah yeah i, but I am not from usability a, just, from an
1: actual like
0: because uh, because yeah. I really think I'm sorry I, I think we have a little bit of the classic hotel delay here. So, um, but I, I think um, uh, well,
1: it's not, it's 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 made worse by the Bluetooth headphones. Oh,
0: probably a little bit. Um, but I I think. You're right. Not everybody's maybe ado- adopting the App Store, even if they did upgrade the Windows Eight. And there's I, there's probably more Windows Eight machines out there than, than than Macintosh, of course, just because it's Windows. That's how it rolls. But you're right. If people are using their Windows laptops and everything like they did before. They're putting the same stuff. They're putting their Office and probably not much else.
1: Or they're going out to the manufacturer, like the developer's site. And oh. downloading it directly from there and oh. they're not going through just the even actual worse. like they're not going through an app store to go get it
0: which is even worse there was a discussion i was just listening to about the app stores that come on android phones it, it guys if you get an android phone i my, my problem oh. is, my problem is not with android phones my problem is with the manufacturers of Android phones, your Samsung's, your, I think LG is pretty clean. Uh, your, your HTC's, your whoever else, Verizon is another culprit in this. If you have an app store that is not the play store, don't just don't bother. It's just going to be headaches. I almost want to say, don't do the Amazon store because you have to do a funky permissions workaround in order to get the work. Um, but unless of course you have a Kindle then that's a little easier, but, um, I don't know. It's an issue. But anyways, we digress. So is there anything else you wanted to touch on for the band, the app store, anything else before we move on?
1: Um, The band is pretty cool. Uh, Windows Phone is pretty cool. Um, It started giving me the the I want to try something new uh, uh, feeling. Like, okay, I've got an iPhone. I've got an iPhone 6. And my iPhone six is real cool, but I'm interested in trying something new. Uh, I have a Nexus seven tablet. It's running the, the, the Android five Lollipop, which is really really cool. Um, I would like to try it on a phone, uh, but the, the problem is is that I don't want to. Um, I don't want to burn an upgrade. Yeah, And so buying a out-of-contract good Android phone kind of stinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost bought the OnePlus One. Almost. Uh, the problem with the OnePlus One is that uh, it is a giant phone. It is a 5.5-inch screen. I don't want to go bigger than my iPhone, which is 4.7. This is the 6. Um, I don't want to go any bigger than that. It, this is big enough. I don't want a... I don't want a tablet in my pocket. I don't think that's a cool thing. I don't like it. I don't think it, I think it's dumb, really. Uh, so I, I'm interested in getting there, but the issue is that the Nexus 6 is a 6-inch phone, so the, like, the newest flagship Nexus phone is huge. The Nexus 5 is a 5-inch screen, which I'm fine with because it actually is generally the same physical dimensions as an iPhone 6, because it doesn't have the, uh, it doesn't have the chin and forehead. Uh, so, if you would like to look the uh, this bit up here, and this bit down here, it doesn't have those. So it actually is a bit smaller than a five-inch phone you would think would be compared to an iPhone six. Um, so I, I've thought about it. The problem is, is that I don't see anything that is necessarily a. A good fit for me because I would like to have a good camera to take pictures of my kid and uh, the iPhone 6's camera and I will say this as a fact. There is no better camera on the market in a smartphone than the iPhone 6's camera. Not the Lumia, not the, not the Samsung Galaxy S5, not the HTC One. The iPhone 6 is the best camera. That is not a question. Those are ha- Those are facts. And it makes it really hard for me to look at another phone and go, oh, yeah, I'll take a step down in my in my photography because I want some other phone.
0: So that was it makes it,
1: really, it makes it hard to do that.
0: That was a little bit of the discussion when I was doing the video podcasting session. Like one of my things was I didn't really get into detail, but it was kind of just say, hey, you have a phone. Lots of you have lots of you have an iPhone you can make something right now but then it was like with the caveat of uh unless you have an android phone not to say that all android phones are bad but generally they don't have as good video pictures etc like we just and then that's a fact just like across the board i've seen android videos just look horrendous and i'm sure if you have a higher end phone it looks great. I'd like to see what Chachi's LG looks like, for instance. Um, but generally, I know his like videos he has sent me from previous Android phones have never really compared to whatever uh, equivalent iPhone I had at the time. Uh, so I don't know. Um, let's get to some more awesome
1: – I've seen – other things with with Android cameras, every almost every single one of them, no matter how good, the, no matter how good the device is, every picture looks washed out to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's a camera thing. I don't know if that's an uh, uh, an app thing. I don't know if it's a. I don't know what it is. But uh, almost exclusively, they all look just washed out. Right. They right. don't have any sort of vibrancy <laughs> to the color. That and maybe that's that's also in comparison to an iPhone, where maybe the camera and and shot Ch- uh, not Chachi Rob. That have a much better uh, input on yeah. the way that camera saturations are set. And I'm almost positive that it's a uh, that it's, a, it's it's potentially an iPhone is oversaturated and the Android cameras are undersaturated. And true middle, like what you would see in natural light with your eyes, is in it's in the middle. And so, to some people, that oversaturated look looks better. And to some people, that under-saturated look seems more natural. Right. So, right. I know that right now there's a light right here, yeah. And it is washing out my the my shirt. It is washing out me, and I look a lot lighter than I would look if you. Were it's if bringing I a the color tool. out. It's really
0: bringing the color out in your shot, actually. So. <laughs> um. All right, good. Yeah, I, I think I, I know I was talking about kind of rehashing something for an awesome thing, um, but uh, but I do want to throw a shout out there. Marvel Unlimited is still awesome for 10 bucks. They had a 75 cent sale. I think it was just yesterday. Go double check that if you're listening to this right now today. It might be a week thing uh, for the 75th anniversary. Um, but yeah, and this is an awesome ish thing. Um, but this is a phenomenon I just realized as we were talking about Android phones that I've been seeing. Um, everybody has an android tablet dude (laughs) um and let me tell you uh, my experience with this um i i was shown a a relative of mine i don't want to give it away for somebody's birthday present uh, although i don't think any of them will listen to the show uh and i think about it but uh showed me a tablet they picked up for 70 80 bucks probably on black friday um, somebody else I know just picked up a Sony, I think it's an Xperia tablet he was asking me on. I'm like, I, I don't know how, how well they are, so I don't know if that's a good pickup for you. Um, and even I, I, I saw my, uh, my one uncle, uh, he, uh, he works here in town. He's a, he's a, actually works with Duquesne Light. Uh, but he's also has a band, like a bar band that, that he, that he's involved in and, and, and his uh, families involved in, uh, and, uh, he was going through his music there at, at, at Thanksgiving on a tablet. And it was a full, it was a full size, like iPad size tablet. And I asked him what it was. He said it was an LG and he was using, um, uh, an app to orchestra, you know, uh, uh, arrange his music. So he has it on there and ready to go. Uh, he is a, he's a guitarist. So it had all the guitar, you know, licks and everything on there that he can, you know, kind of sight read as he goes, you know, just to check in on, um, the Kindle Fire is actually, I, I think they're selling a ninety-nine version, ninety-nine dollar version of the of the Kindle Fire uh, again. You know, probably underpowered compared to a lot of the other tablets. But I think this is pretty fantastic. And one, I think this is why iPad is really kind of floundering. Maybe not floundering is the right word, but I understand sales aren't as strong as they used to be. Um, but the accessibility of tablets. I think is kind of become come into its own and maybe it's diluted because we have all these touchscreen laptops anymore with windows eight. Um, are are you seeing this kind of flourish of, 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 of Android tablets? And that's kind of my awesome th- thing is this kind of realization that Android tablets have just kind of uh, become reachable by, by it seems everybody.
1: I I think the issue, it's not so much an issue. That's a terrible word to say there. (laughs) No, no, no. uh, I think the increase in the number, honestly, I think the the increase in the number of Android tablets is based around the fact that, that, like you said, they're cheap. Yeah. I I saw a number of Black Friday deals for Android tablets that were under $100. Um, You're not going to get a good one. You'll get one that works. You'll get one. You'll be on the internet. Maybe check Twitter.
0: Yeah, you're not going to be playing, like, I don't know, anything other than Angry Birds on this thing, you know? You're not going to be playing, like, Nova or, or anything high-end right. like that. Um, but, but it, you know, for, for most people, like... Well, I mean, I have go, I have my Nexus 7.
1: And I got it for 170 bucks on eBay. And it's the 2013 HD one, the, like, the good one. And I don't necessarily know that I would want to buy an iPad Mini. Like I see, I've gone and looked at the iPad Mini. I go to the Apple Store and I pick it up, and I'm going, you know, this is nice. What am I gonna do? I
0: like
1: the whole reason I sold my iPads, the first, I had an I had an iPad three and so did my wife the first time around. Or I had I we both had the iPad ones. We skipped the iPad twos, got the iPad threes. And then we realized we weren't using them. They just didn't get used, we weren't using them. And I was like, I don't need this anymore. So we sold them. I sold mine to a coworker and I sold hers on I sold hers on eBay, I think. And I just didn't want to use them anymore. And I went to, uh, so I was, I was kind of like getting kind of not so much like the itch to buy a tablet. I really wanted to try Android but I didn't want to pay $600 for a phone. So I ended up buying the Kindle Fire HD, uh, for like 130 bucks at Best Buy. And I realized that, uh, I couldn't hack it because the, uh, nobody had actually unlocked the bootloader and I'm not good enough at programming to pull that sort of stuff off. So, uh, I basically went, well, uh, here's, I have, here's my Kindle Fire that I don't really want to use because I, I can't hack it to be an actual Android tablet. I bought it because it was cheap, not because I could actually do anything with it. Um, so I, I ended up uh, just kind of like letting it go and letting it kind of sit around for a while. And then I realized, oh, hey, look, we moved. We don't have cable anymore. But this Kindle Fire has Netflix and it has Hulu and it has Plex. Oh look! Now I can run all of my TV through this. Here's a tiny TV that can go anywhere in the house, and I have my Nexus 7. And the only reason I have that is so when I'm traveling and I'm on the plane, I don't have to pull out my whole laptop or stare at my tiny stare at my tiny phone mm-hmm. to actually you know sit there and mess around on the internet. And the best part about tablets on planes when you've got Wi-Fi, they show up as mobile devices, so it's like half the price. Um, it's true. I, I, the, 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 uh, that, that, that's right. The it, 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 are, they're powerful enough.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and even the ones I'm seeing there are like $100 and below. I'm looking at the 6-inch uh, HD Fire they have for $99. Uh, the one that was shown to me, it was like a 6, 7-inch, I think. And it was and uh, uh, it, it, it had the same thing. These are quad-core processors, 1.5 gigahertz processors, whatever that means in the line of mobile devices. I, I, that's nothing to sneeze at, you know? Uh the, the, there's right. probably plenty of power on the hood to get your surfing, get this, get watch videos. Obviously it's probably the easiest thing. It's going to be, you know, probably the highest end that has to do, you know? Um, but the fact that like anybody can snack one of these it, it is pretty tremendous. And especially in a world where we're uh, uh, you know, like, you know, I'm watching my sister with her bad Kyocera or whatever track phone, Android, Oh my God thing, you know, next to even my nephew's like iPhone four, Doing better than that. Um, it's nice that they can pick something like that up, and be able to to, to do that, and not have a laptop sitting in front of them in front of the TV. You know, that's what I use mine for. Uh, this weekend, when I'm like pretty much taking a hiatus from, I'm not gonna internet things, because again, if I have that laptop in front of me, I will do laptop, type, laptop type work, no matter what I have on the TV, no matter if it's Thanksgiving vacation, I'm gonna sit down and start tinkering away at a website right that's just how i operate so i make sure i have the tablet and then i can poke around in like facebook pinterest whatever and you know that's my second screen you know and it's really nice as far as getting an ipad um we talked about the last episode like uh, uh the, the touchcast and 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 some other things i want an ipad for work i want an ipad for video things um I haven't seen as much on Android anybody mm-hmm. can tell tell me if I'm wrong about this obviously the camera oh, God the, the Nexus 7 camera is horrendous uh, compared to compared to other options uh, but it is like I want an iPad when I ha- I find a reason for an iPad for work. If I need a new teleprompter, if I need, you know, uh, you know, if we're we're doing something like a Barisa's where we need to do a script share, uh, although those are probably on Android. Uh, again, there's just a nice community around the the filmmaking uh, for iPad that I haven't seen yet in Android, and maybe it's something I just need to investigate uh, a, a little bit to discover uh, to see if it's out there. But um, but I mean that's my big kind of takeaway from from iPad over Android. But general use, long as people aren't doing anything crazy. Uh, I recommend the Googles and and everything. I don't know how much they're tinkering with these things and putting, you know, who knows what on on uh, 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 these tablets. The notes I hear good things about, except it's got a lot of weird software. You know, Katie loves it, so I I, I don't know. It, it's it's interesting. I'm also thinking. Uh, I, 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 go
1: ahead. If you can, if you can, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I don't know. I'm stepping on
0: you. God. No, we're going to be doing this uh, a little bit.
1: Go ahead. You uh, first. The Nexus, the Nexus Seven, is a fantastic tablet. The 2013 version is fantastic. It's light. It has a really good screen. It has a Retina class screen, which you can't really say for most of the Android tablets, uh, except for some of the Galaxy ones. And even then, the Notes, the Notes, especially in the seven-inch uh, mm-hmm. range. Are really hit or miss. I honestly don't know how they got Asus to make the Nexus Seven for two twenty nine,
0: brand new. Yeah,
1: I don't know how they did that.
0: You know what blew me away. Um, the, uh, you...
1: I, I would say that the from a Google from a general use general use Android tablet, you're probably fine. Can we discuss a, a rumor
0: that's been poking around here? Oh, the iPad Pro. Oh, wait. is this is this a rumor that's actually happening? I mean, it was kind of a suspicion, but.
1: There's been a lot of talk. There's been a lot of rumor talk that, like, Apple's developing an iPad Pro. And then out of nowhere, like, uh, out of nowhere, uh, somebody dropped blueprints for it. What? Like, this, uh, which is weird. That's not something that usually leaks, but it was, like, iPad schematics. Like, often died to bring us this information. If you're listening to The Awesome Cast, you don't get that reference. Watch Star Wars. Um <laughs> Bathins died to bring us this information, but it was it's 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 supposedly a 12-inch iPad, so it's bigger than the big iPad, and the idea is that you're going to be able to do like almost y like snap side like 50% or one-third windows side by side. Oh wow, um, I I'm not sure how I feel about that. I've had the I've had this like thought in my head that I could go iPad only. And I, to be entirely honest, I probably could. Um, I just really like having all of my uh, my apps. Like right now I'm running uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 apps on my laptop right now. I should probably not do that. I should probably close some of these things. Um, but it's a uh, – I see it. I see that it would be kind of cool to do that. I don't necessarily know if that's necessary. I'll tell you, I'll tell
0: you who is necessary um, for, uh, uh, AJ. Uh, it's necessary for guys like Malengo. Um, I understand Malengo has, you know, the, the Wacom, Wacom, Wacom tablets, uh, you know, that, 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 they draw stuff on, uh, you know, that you can do a pen input directly into Photoshop, especially for him. He's a, a 3d animator or, or guys like, you know, the guys that do penny arcade, they draw on one of those tablets. Um, He dragged to the Pittsburgh Comic-Con one time so he could do some live drawing. A, what was it? Like maybe like a 20-inch monitor Wacom tablet to do his thing. That's the person you sell the pro to. You sell it to video professionals. You sell it to guys doing that. Guys that want to do Photoshop with a pen, with their finger, something like that. Could you imagine paper on something that large. Um, and you get that size, and I know, and I haven't had much experience. It ex- be pretty fun. I mean, you, you, it gets to the point where you could do a Final Cut Pro Light X on the iPad, I think. Um, because, I mean, just looking at it, I haven't had a chance to have a newer yeah, iPad. Yeah, but like, I
1: don't think that... <laughs> it's okay. I don't think that fits.
0: And Why? I don't I think part of the issue here
1: is that I hate saying this because it's not totally true because there are plenty of people who have come this and proven this statement wrong. But do you really want to sit down and video edit on an iPad? Um, on the-, the, the, the I have a 13-inch Retina MacBook in front of me right now. Uh-huh. And the 13-inch Retina MacBook, if you were to have, is, is honestly not much bigger than that iPad Pro would be. Mm-hmm. But this has a quad-core, or I actually have the, I, I have the ISO. So I have a quad, it's not quad-core, it's dual-core hyper-threading anyways. I have a machine with 16 gigs of RAM, half a terabyte of flash, and a fairly beefy processor, and a Retina-class screen. And it has ports to load things in on. The iPad doesn't have that
0: no but iOS but but doesn't support that but I, I mean it, it, it's not like i want
1: maybe, maybe they do maybe they come out with ios
0: 8.2 sure sure and they put more ram in the thing cuz uh, the ram's been 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 light on these things but i'm not talking about replacing my my macbook pro my my desktop editor with this thing i i mean unless maybe it could be a workstation that that you know the imax and the mac minis do now um but i'm talking about like this is something that you take on the road. I've uh, heard, you know, case in point, uh, uh, some some sites will go to, say, a CES in Las Vegas, and they're dragging Mac Pros, the old cheese grater towers with them. Now they got a little... Tubby thing they can take with them. That's a little easier, uh, but they take up Mac tower with them to do all the daily video editing, the post that day. Now, could you imagine, I mean, you know, the, we, we talked about Touch, touchcast last week. We're talking about like, she's walking around with a, a iPad air in a case that, so she can hold and and put attachments on. Um, and she's filming and editing or live streaming right there on the fly. Uh, I think when you take something, you know, a bigger screen iPad, a more more power under the hood iPad, because you can do it with that size, um, I think that makes new workflows for power creators because it's a creation device. It's not a consuming device. I want to say uh, – probably gonna, people going to kill me for this one. Uh, Android is not – is, is seems to be more of a consumer device um at least the way that the general public is going to get their hands on it i don't think the people picking up their amazon uh kindle fires and their 75 dollar uh you know seven inch android ipads are going to create as many cool things or have opportunities to as as you do if you picked up an ipad and granted holy crap we're talking about 200 dollars at least in, in price difference here um but these are the people who are going to be seeking something like that. The people that want to make things, and I think you're going to find a lot of interesting, just like with the iPad. You know, how many new workflows did the iPad bring out in people and creatives? Right. Um, which now gets mimicked I,
1: as a non as a non creative person. I don't know that answer because <laughs> I am not. I and I don't claim to be one. I, I honestly I don't claim to be a uh, fancy time uh, creative person. I am a I am a glorified office worker, and I will say that proudly. But for me, this is less about. I, I'm I'm interested to see this because let's let's consider this. Let's let's consider the product line here, right? iPad Mini starts at $299. Retina the Retina iPad Mini 2 is $399. The Retina iPad Mini 3 is $499. The iPad Air starts at $499 and goes all the way up to $829 mm-hmm That iPad Pro is slotting in at eight hundred.
0: No oh, question. Certainly, iPad certainly. Pro is
1: coming in at eight hundred at a minimum.
0: But depending on what you do, and then, but depending you on start what to you to add do, some things in, yeah, yeah, hey, and you consider it versus like let, a MacBook let's, let's Air. Add this in. You add in anything, you're yeah, you're bumping up against the MacBook Air line now. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, heck, you're bumping up against the Retina MacBook Pro because the Retina MacBook Pro is twelve ninety nine. So you're starting to fit into this, like, weird, like, is it a tablet? Is it not a tablet? Is it – how how far can you push iOS? Because mm-hmm. iOS doesn't – iOS can, has the ability to do multitasking, but it's built around crazy long battery life. It is not built around I'm going to run the most stuff possible. And I don't care about
0: yeah, battery. Life. Yeah, you know, and, and we have had, had cases where we've had giant Androids. There is a a computer, an all-in-one computer, all-in-one computer, or just a giant tablet that's like 20 inches at Best Buy. That's just Android. Maybe we're getting to this point where that iPad becomes a dockable uh, workstation. You know, maybe we, we get more features in iOS 9 when this thing comes out, iOS 10. Do you think they're going to start adopting, like, a new naming scheme? Do you have a feeling we're going to get, like, cats or something soon with iOS, maybe? I, like, iOS Gecko, maybe? No, I don't know. No, um,
1: they'll keep going with the numbers. They'll keep going with the numbers. I'm interested to see what happens with the, with the iOS 10, though. Um, but the the question then becomes, okay, Right now, the the iPad does not have mouse input. Not with Bluetooth. There are some apps that allow you to do it. There, uh, I forget. There's one of the. There is a remote control, like computer remote control, like VNC type of thing that allows you to use a mouse with it, with uh, like a Bluetooth mouse. And there are jailbreak things that allow you to use a Bluetooth mouse. It's capable of doing it how many people want to do that i know for a fact that i do not want to reach up and i was talking with a customer today about this i don't want to reach up and touch my screen and then go back to typing and then reach up and touch my screen and then go back to typing and then reach up to my I screen i love and it go
0: back. if on a laptop I like basis i love tab. it on a laptop i love it on this windows 8 laptop i just wish i had more power under the hood to do things with it i wish it was a mac um but no, I, I I think I think in certain cases, like, I, but I I know I'm a special case. I love being able to reach over here during a show and move this thing and move a screen a little smoother than I could with a mouse uh, to share it, you know, in, in Wirecast and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I, I you know, it, it's a different use case, but you know, it, it's nice you have that option. I guess. Um, I mean, why couldn't? I, why why couldn't I I really think you're going to start seeing that evolution of iOS if they go this direction you'll you'll see that evolution of iOS you'll see that evolution of of the hardware and you'll see that evolution of add-ons you know I mean everything is already getting all in one with iMacs. this is just going to end up being a smaller iOS iMac you know we're converging we're seeing that in in the in the OS
1: I'm interested. To, I, I'm, I'm interested to see. I don't think they're going to add touch to OS ten or OS eleven or whatever it is that they decide to do. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they add. I think they add mouse capabilities to iOS. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, I know that it's a touch interface, but if you're going to go into full-blown pro things, ask Microsoft how uh, touch works out for them. It doesn't. It works. The Surface Pro. By the way, I have a deep, deep lust for the Surface Pro oh, Three. Oh, me too. I do.
0: Me too. I just cannot
1: justify paying. I want. I want a Surface Pro it, it, Three. It's a Surface
0: anyways. Pro or um, or or, or I a. Mean, somebody Mac has Air.
1: actually. Uh, Go ahead. Somebody has made a Surface Pro Three Hackintosh. Oh, jeez. <laughs>
0: oh no!
1: And i I I want it real bad. But anyways, so that I mean, there's that. There's the there's where do you where do you fit in here? Where do we where do we take ios versus where does it fit with mac OS ten? Do you add touch to the Mac? Do you bring legacy legacy input devices to iOS? How do apps start to play with that? Because right now the fact that we just got extensions is like a bit of a like a tip of the hat to like, hey, I have a thing over here in this app and I want to use a thing over here. I want to use something from this app on the thing that I'm creating over here. Like, I don't think iOS is there yet. And I think that it's gonna, I, I think it could get there. I don't think there's anything wrong with it getting there. But it is going to be tough for it to do that. And there are certain things and certain workflows and certain things that people do on their desktop that they don't necessarily do on iOS, and iOS would require a, like foundational changes to support that. And I don't necessarily think that that, that those workflows are going to kind of like work their way around those loopholes, or not loopholes, but work their way around those hurdles to get to, get to do what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I see the workflow, like I could take the iPad into the field and I could shoot video with it and immediately edit it and immediately upload it all in one device right there. But that doesn't necessarily turn into, oh, hey, here is a profit load of consumers that are willing to get, jump out there and get 12-inch iPads because you know Apple's no, no, not going to produce it. It's no. only going to be for a select few people.
0: It, it's a super niche thing. It, it, this is the. So it will be the it, it, a, it'll be the Mac Pro of iPads. Super special case for the professionals yeah, except, that don't know the, that, that the don't know they need it
1: yet. The Mac Pro has. Yeah, but the Mac Pro starts at three grand. <laughs> <laughs> there's a little bit more room in there there's a little bit more profit room to say like oh yeah this is our niche market but it's 3 grand yeah sure uh, i
0: what
1: That's if like, you have try and build. hey try hey and go, go what if a. you
0: have a 1500 dollars ipad pro 20 inch i no. see it no
1: go go to best buy no go to best buy there is a <laughs> windows tablet made by dell and it has a stand and it is an 18 i think it's an 18 or 20 inch tablet it's like it's the dumbest thing i've ever seen it is this enormous tablet it's like holding a small tv and it's like <laughs> oh yeah you can swipe i'm like why do i want to swipe <laughs> on this but that's like i want to
0: i'm gonna throw a, a, a shorter swiping on this thing oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well me swipe that, through my pictures. That's even more uh, fun with the delay, too. Uh, um, all right, on that point, this is a lot of fun, but I do want to get to a couple I'm other sure. things here. <laughs> uh, first, from the right. chat, hey Wheels right, has Wheels has an awesome thing of the week. Uh, you know, we've had him on the Wrestling Mayhem show before, and you've heard in the background uh, when the, uh, the the police scanner. He he works at, uh, helps out the fire uh, volunteer fire department down there uh but uh he he called out the home patrol one simple program scanner uh it's used by public safety aircraft military weather spotters and more you can check that out it's on it's by uniden i you've seen i'm sure many of their electronic devices and radio shack uh retails for $4.99 but i think i saw it for $3.99 uh on amazon when i was doing my quick search for it to check it out um alex cars actually mentions uh he's his awesome thing of the week is how many times it got mentioned on twitter because he thinks Marie hootsuite was broken no no we're trying to do more tweets to kind of help people you know, find things on the show and you got tagged in it so hopefully you retweet it and share it with your friends who maybe discover the show also works really that's good how social media works that's how social media works there young alex um so um no it works really well i mean we, we you know that that is how social media works and that's one of the things that we try to do uh like we talk about how many startups and apps and companies and devices and you know if you get read if you if you if you Use their Twitter when you're putting when you're putting out and letting people know about what's going on in the show. It kind of gets a response usually if they're good at social media too. Um, and, and hopefully we've gotten a few viewers. I, I saw a, a, a few more views uh, over on the YouTube. It was what I've been directing people to trying to uh, uh, drop them in at wherever we're talking about certain things on the, on the site on the show because uh, you guys don't know if you're on YouTube. Uh, you can actually where you go down the link, you can click this little box that says start at. And you notice I have the little times usually in the description, uh, so we do a start at like where we started talking about the iPad Pro, right? And uh, we link that out, and somebody clicks on that, they hopefully go to the video and they start up exactly where we're talking about the thing that we uh, told them to check out. So finding it in an hour's worth of content, uh, it's been it's been. It's been interesting. I'm, te- I'm testing between that and testing between like having clips on YouTube and seeing what works out, what brings people to the show, what do people like uh, for Discovery. So, I, a little, little social media inside baseball there that we've been working with. Um, add a quick cast, we've been called in the chat room. That's wonderful. Uh, anyways. We uh, well first, hey! Big shout out to Slice on Broadway, uh, feeding our podcast in studio guests. We have Malengo out here earlier for the Rambling Movie Minute, and those that usually join us here on the Awesome Cast. Uh, so go check them out: sliceonbroadway.com, com. Mm-hmm. Great pizza in the South Hills of Pittsburgh. What are you? What are you doing? A theme song over there, or something? Um, and also Carnegie, PA, down. No, I am. I
1: am. I am just having. I have tears of of infathomable sadness (laughs) because I don't have Slice on Broadway right now.
0: No, you don't. And you don't even. Five hundred miles from you, Slice, and I'll. I love you, Slice. I love you so much, Slice. Go, tell, go check them out. They're on yeah. Facebook, Slice on Broadway. They're also on Twitter as well. I think it's pgs underscore Slice or Swip those. I forget which one it is. Uh, but go let them know that you learned about them on the awesome cast. So let's touch on a couple of these stories here uh, that have been uh, tickling my brain for the last week at least. Uh, first of all, we uh, we we discussed this a little bit because apparently Mad Mike's friend – was, uh, uh, an operator of this thing for a day. Uh, so there is a giant new Android billboard in Times Square. Uh, if you're a, time- if you're a New Yorker, you probably know this already. Um, and apparently it, 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 you know, a giant led crazy thing, you know, like you expect. Um, and this is actually, there's some pictures here. Uh, if you guys are on video of them building it, Uh, up the side of this building it's several stories tall as these things get when when you know um but uh apparently you can actually like your your android avatar that i believe you make on one of their sites here uh you can have it controlled on the billboard (laughs) so it's a giant interactive billboard Uh, It says right here, create your character, and you could be on the big screen at androidify.com. If you guys haven't checked that, it's a fun little site uh, to make your little Android dude uh, or dudette. Um, Google's really, (laughs) there's a Whoopi Goldberg Android. (laughs) Um, Google really pushing this, uh, uh, pushing this like Android for all of us. Uh, you know signs saying and her and him and us and them and you, um, this is the biggest mass crush branding I think I've ever seen for Android. Um, they're getting some marketing muscle behind us. It's not just like the thing that's in the phones. They're not leaving it to Verizon for the horrible droid, uh, uh, marketing that they've done over the years. Right. Uh, they're, they're controlling a little bit more of the message and I think this is this is good in general for Android. Uh, maybe this is I don't know, partially the lead to why everybody's walking around with these things these days or, or help it or help you know guys like me have a better attitude about it I guess. Um, I, I don't know what do you think about this new uh, advertising side that, that they're doing with Android? Uh,
1: since uh, I watch uh, I, I watch live sports, on the Watch ESPN app. And uh, the Watch ESPN app has like four commercials and like three of them are these Androids, everybody together but not the same. And it's like, oh, hey, here's like here's the tall dude with the tiny phone and the tiny dude with the giant phone. And you can have whatever you'd like to, but it's all Android. I, I'm with you, Google. I think you have a great marketing idea. I think you need to tell your other manufacturers to not do what they do to your phones, because all together but not the same means uh, exactly that. If I buy a Samsung phone, it doesn't look or potentially operate like an LG phone, and an LG phone doesn't operate like a Motorola phone, and a Motorola phone doesn't operate like an HTC phone, so on and so forth. That's the thing that drives me nuts about Android. Stock Android is really, really good looking. And I'll say that out loud. Everything, every skin, every UI change that every manufacturer makes for Android is awful looking to me. Awful. Bless you, Motorola, mostly because you got bought by Google for basically leaving it the heck alone. But Samsung ruins it real quick. They're still trying to run the same look that they've been running on their phones since, like, Android since Android 2.0. It just looks the same to me. And it looks like crap because Android has come a lot farther than that with their, with their design. And it's just not there anymore. The, I, I appreciate the fact that they're trying to make it so that uh, it's a good marketing campaign. Everybody is different, but all we can all be, we could all do things together. And it's, uh, uh, I really like it in comparison to Apple's. Like everybody is one and the same. You know, you buy an iPhone, and this uh, this iPhone six runs iOS eight just like my coworker's iPhone six and his co- and his friend's iPhone six. They're all the same, and they all run the same OS, and they all look the same. It's just have we just all have different backgrounds and different icons, but that's about it. They all run exactly the same. Um, Android, you could do all kinds of goofy things to it. So I, I like it. I like that this is what you can do uh, with 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 Android, and it's a, it's a good marketing campaign. I'm not sure about a billboard in Times Square, <laughs> mostly because I think Times Square is an awful place. But we all move on.
0: It's the mark of of, of marketing arrival, like a balloon in the Macy's Day Parade used to be for brands. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> I, I have I have so many not great thoughts about Times square I, there's too, there's too many people nobody wants to move everybody wants to stare and look at the giant ads there's nowhere to go well I'm
0: reading so, I'm also reading in this God, that Times square is awful. it's so large that all the uh all the uh, unlicensed superheroes begging for money uh had to move down a block
1: well good <laughs> I don't I don't I have no I have no sympathy for the unlicensed superhero <laughs> people that you could take pictures especially of especially weird Ooh, Elmo you dressed up the Spider Man costume. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, um, well. in other news so, tell me about Google Glass. Let me tell you about Google Glass. It's not dead yet. It's not dead yet. It's not you may think it's dead because it's just sitting there for fifteen hundred dollars a pop over on the Android store. God, what is happening with this tuft of hair? That's going on with my headphones. I'm sorry. I'm having a wardrobe issue in the middle of the show uh that most of you listen to on audio. Uh but of course they've had the Explorer edition for a while. Apparently the chip that's in there they can't even get anymore um or at least in limited quantities. The battery's been horrible. It looks goofy on your face. Well they're gonna have a new version of 2015 according to this report in the Wall Street Journal. Because they usually get things right. Uh, Apparently Intel is going to have an Intel inside the new Google Glass Hopefully this means, uh, uh, you know, a smaller, uh, you know, low-powered chip. Um, it, it said it's going to likely be uh, the one that, that powers the uh, Intel's Mica bracelet, uh, which is uh, out of Intel's new devices group set up last year. And, uh, hey, if that turns into something that helps out uh, Google Glass, great. Uh, but I think, you know, certainly they have a big hill to climb here. Uh, for the stigma and everything, I, I think they're doing the right thing. Uh, you know, much like we're talking about the Mac, the idea of an iPad Pro, they're really, I think, targeting uh, special cases and and industries, healthcare, uh, industrial, uh, you know, uh, you know, other other, other kind of areas, more than just I'm going to walk into a bar with this thing because I don't think that's going to be the case for a long while. I think I think eventually this is going to yeah. be. Eventually, down the road, this is going to be, I'm wearing these glasses and you can't tell it's Google Glass. Except for maybe, like, maybe there'll be a bump or something. Maybe this will just be a, a little thicker around the frame or, or something like that. That's what we're going to get to. Hopefully, I don't know, maybe 10 years we can get to that. Uh, this is a first step. And they've, they've said, even the people that, you know, first behind Google Glass, says that they said that the, the, the goal is to have a contact lens in the long run. Um, hey, I'm good. When you get to the glasses, yeah. personally, because uh, I'm not, I'm not doing the contact lenses. So I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this and, and the potential uh, uh, shift here for Google Glass in the future? They need something. Certainly,
1: I, I think that it's uh, it's interesting. Um, I, I'm interested. To, they're going to have to have some leaps, significant leaps in battery technology. Um. I mean I guess you could put like all of the camera or the camera and the CPU stuff over in this side and then you could do like the battery in this side maybe um, and then run like wires through the frame here I guess I, I think the problem here is that Google it's creepy and it's it's really creepy if people don't like Having like, imagine if you just held your phone like this mm-hmm. at all times.
0: Okay, okay, like okay. A wait a minute wait a minute, texting, a minute. wait a minute. Wait a minute. you so,
1: only ever texted like it looked like you were tech, like taking pictures.
0: So we have wearables on our wrists and everything. I know. A, 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 what if you had Google Glass, but it didn't have a camera pointing at everybody?
1: It still looks funny. I, I would like to see. <laughs> well, it looks funny, way but I would bit. like to see. Here's what I would like to see. Okay, this is my. These are my glasses, right? Look, I don't know my glasses. I would like just a tiny little window, just right here, right, or maybe here, and then that way I could like see notifications and that sort of stuff. I don't necessarily see the point, um, but at the same time, I'm not. I'm not Google's target audience. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a wearable that's in an it's in a wearable that's in a very conspicuous place. It is. Like if I have a watch on, I could do this and cover it up. If I have the the Microsoft band or the Fitbit or whatever, it's on my wrist and it's here and I can cover it with a sleeve and I can also you know, oh. it's at my side. When you have the Google Glass on, it is right here right on your face and that's difficult for so that's difficult for people now and we're youngish yeah and it's weird to us and maybe it won't be so weird in the future if they actually integrate it completely into a pair of glasses
0: exactly and you then you really won't know who has it uh, I, I think yeah the biggest thing is this is a device that hasn't updated right. it hasn't updated form wise in three years that's an eternity. Go pick up an iPad from three years ago. Go pick up an iPhone from three years ago. The iPhone from three years ago is the iPhone 4S. You know, look at how far that's come, and the Google Glass has not. From from prototype that we saw Sergey Brin walking around with to them jumping out of the airplane at Google I/O the one year to what I picked up a year and a half ago, and then had replaced at the beginning of the year because they did update the internals and let us have one Um, uh, updated to the 2.0 version. Uh, Software has developed greatly uh i just heard i didn't realize this i haven't put my glass on in so long because i took them off these glasses for a wedding uh we did in october i just haven't bothered to put them back together because uh, this is my only glasses and i'm not going to attach them to it because i, I you know th- th- that's all i have um you know there just needs to be a little bit more done uh i i i'm as an explorer i'm done exploring and it was nice but you know yeah. now i'm Really considering, might uh, my, my mobile wise. You know, I'm, I'm considering pick up a Pebble Watch. To be completely honest, even with the advent of Apple Watch, I, I'm I don't think I want Apple Watch 1.0. I think it's going to be severely limited for $350. Maybe I'm just still burned from the $1,500 I spent last year. Um, but uh, I feel like the Pebble is at the right thing. It's mature for what it is. Uh, and uh, it, it will be the thing that gets me used to having a thing, on, well, having a thing on my wrist again, which I haven't worn in over ten years. So I, I haven't worn a watch since I had a flip phone. I, I
1: think the difference here with I think the difference here with Google Glass is that the difference between Google Glass and Pebble are, are they're they're not doing the same things. Um. I would like to. I would like to go smartwatch. Uh, I, I I am in on the Apple Watch as uh, as we noted uh, a while ago uh, on the original show. I wasn't entirely sure. I'm a bit more sure now after seeing the Microsoft Band. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's something I would like. Uh, part of my problem with the Microsoft Band is that it is really really thin. And so you can't actually wear the watch with the watch face on the outside of your wrist because you can't look at your wrist that way. You have to wear it. If you want to wear it and look at it normally, you have to wear it on the inside of your wrist. That's how they designed it. Um, The Apple Watch, I'm a bit more in uh, because it is is a normal watch. It has Apple's interface. It will interface well with my phone, um, and it looks nicer. I, I think that's part of it. I would like to get that and, and maybe put it on, like, a, a nice leather band, get, like, the aluminum, the base model. Uh, they have said the watch kit has already come out, and they have said that they're going to, um, that all of the, like, initial apps will still have to run mostly on the phone and just push screen updates over to the watch, which is good because they don't know the battery life yet. Um, but I think the and they did say that native apps are coming with potentially the next version of the SDK if not a later one Um, I'm interested to see where that goes and I think you're right I think going 1.0 might be a bit much um, because who knows maybe they come out with a new version and it's you have to replace the... You can't just replace the watch face. You have to replace the whole thing. Um, I'm interested to see it. I'm holding out for it before I make a like like watch wearable type decision. I do want one. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily something that we're going to do, just jump it out of the game.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, it's touchy. And especially uh, you're, you're seeing Android Wear dropping like a rock. There was a suspicion... What if Android Wear becomes iPhone compatible? You know, um, I, it, it's it's interesting. I, it, 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 yeah. We're early, we're way early on this. Um, and as far as the Apple Watch, I don't want to be iPad iPad One for this thing. Uh, iPad One. If I would have gotten iPad Two, I would have still been using it and still be able to use most everything until like last year. Versus I got a One, and it's kind of a we got two Ones, and they're kind of useless right now um uh, gar- granted how many years ago is this how many iterations that they had they have five six of them since right um but i
1: i hey, i moved i moved my ipad ones when i had the opportunity i <laughs> sold them quick I got my money 35 bucks on gazelle right that, now it's not which. even worth
0: selling it just to have them as a screen for Netflix is worth more than that right now um, but uh, I'll, I'll crack them and start be, you know being able to put more apps on or something like that uh, eventually but it just kind of sits there on my keyboard dock on my desk and I get my Facebook updates uh, right now and the few iPad games that I have that I can't run anywhere else because I don't have another yeah. iPad um, yeah but anyways at that point hey great talking with you AJ. Uh, I think we had a lot of great conversations, and hopefully it wasn't yes. too weird with the delay going on here, um, guys. Uh, uh, you can check us out. We're at awesomecast.net. You can join us here for the conversation in the chat room, just like these guys having a great conversation about, uh, you know, jumping in with us and and having a great conversation themselves, including Wheels, including Juggalo John, Andrew, Car- ah, Andrew Alexander Cars out there in California, Chachi Brother Sork, and of course, thanks, intern Mike, Mike. Allen at Mike Allen PR on Twitter that's been um of course tweeting and doing show notes for us all night long. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Spreaker and iHeartRadio wherever you like to listen to your video cast, podcast. However, however you want to say that. Uh and of course check us out on Twitter, uh Facebook and Google Plus if you want to communicate with us and let us know some stories that you're excited about. Tell us your awesome things for the week. We'll t- we'll talk about them on the shows, of course. Um, And with that, AJ, uh, where can people find you on the interwebs?
1: Uh, You can go to virtualpotholes.com and read back some of my old worky type blogs. Uh, You can find me at at AJ on Twitter where I tweet about worky things, uh, techy things, and uh, that's it. Those are the two places to find me. Uh, follow me on those things. I occasionally I, I occasionally tweet and talk about other things of other the nerd stuff but for the most part most nerdy things. Um, and, and that's it that's where you can go find.
0: It. Awesome you can check out this and other great shows that we're doing. Uh, somebody once told us that all the podcasts we do are of obsessive of things we obsess over or that the people involved obsess over and that's definitely true. We talk video games movies, pro wrestling, even health. People are just people out there obsessive about their health, right? That counts. Um, over at Sorgatron Media dot com, Wrestling dot com, where we uh, a lot of our productions are out on digital download and DVD, Sorgatron.com, where I have my good morning podcast, where I do a four day a week podcast, talk about whatever the heck I want to. My wife just discovered it, gotta stop talking about her on that one, anyways. Uh, anywhere else, uh, but no, I, I talk Aww. about, yeah. Yeah, I talk about tech things. I talk about family things. I talk about life things. Whatever is on my mind, it's my it's my vent four ni- four mornings a week. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you to our awesome chat room. Uh, you've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions no holds barred? Check out wrestlingmayhemshow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle.